Welcome to Beautiful Soul Sunday, and thank you for tuning in. Listen, we want you to be encouraged, uplifted, and strengthened in your faith as you listen to the show today. And we pray that this podcast will be a blessing to your soul. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lynn Gope. Grace and peace, beautiful souls. Rise and shine. It is a beautiful soul Sunday because this is the day that the Lord has made. And yes, we will rejoice and be glad in it. This is your host, your sister, your auntie. Yes, your girl, Dr. Lynn Gobo is back again this week to give you another dose of the most insight, inspiration, energy, encouragement, and love. That is what I am here to give you a dose of. So come on in as I release some positive vibes to you wherever you are listening from your phone, your home, your car, your computer, or maybe even your radio or your television this week. Listen again, I would like to say thank you to all of my listeners nationwide and internationally who continue to support your Girls Godcast podcast each week. Listen, you know, I love you and I appreciate all of you for tuning into the show. And as always, I am sending you big hearts and lots of love, even some air hugs right back to all of you all across the world. So family, I pray that all of you beauties had an absolutely amazing week on last week. Listen, I can say that I did have a great week and hopefully you did as well. Also, family, listen, next week is my last episode of season five before entering into the holiday season. You know, I always take a break during the holidays, but I will be excited to come back to you in January in 2023 with season six. So I hope that you will come back and join me. And listen, in lieu of Veterans Day being on this past Friday, if there are any of you beauties out there who served in the military, I would like to send out a special thanks to you. And I pray that you were honored for your service and your contribution to our country on this past Friday. Listen, family, freedom is not free. Someone fought and they gave their life for our freedom. Listen, someone paid and we are so grateful for all of the beautiful service members who made it possible for us to live in the land of the free because of the brave. So listen, once again, I would like to say thank you to all of our service members And I hope that you were celebrated well on Veterans Day this past Friday. Also, family, listen, my brother and sister celebrated their birthdays on last week. So I want to shout them out and wish them a very happy and blessed birthday. And also on this Tuesday, My son, Jordan Lewis, who is our announcer for the show, will celebrate his birthday as well. 
So to my firstborn son, I pray that your day is absolutely amazing on Tuesday. And I am sending you some birthday love as well. So happy birthday to my son and also to my brother and my sister. And, you know, I have a song for you. Listen, this song and shout out is for you. Yes, that's right. Happy birthday, Milton, Melissa, and to my son, Jordan. Listen, if anyone is glad you were born, Jordan, your mom is so glad you were born. And to my brother and my sister, I am glad you were born as well. So again, happy birthday. So family, this week is part two of continuing my topic of discussion on to tell the truth. And I mentioned last week that I would talk about Romans chapter one, because Paul specifically cautions the Romans about the truth of God being turned into a lie. But before I get to that verse, I want to start with verse one, because it gives you the backdrop of Paul's teaching leading up to that verse of scripture where the truth of God is turned into a lie. So beginning with verse one, it says, Paul, a servant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. Verse two says, which he had promised before by his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. Verse three says, concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David, according to the flesh. Verse four says, and declared to be the son of God with power. Watch this. According to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Verse five says, by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. Verse six says, among whom are ye also the called of Jesus Christ. In verse seven, it says to all that be in Rome. So he is addressing the Romans to all that be in Rome, beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God, our father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse eight says, first, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. Verse nine says, for God is my witness whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his son, that without ceasing, I make mention of you always in my prayers. Verse 10 says, making request, if by any means now at length, I might have a prosperous journey by the will of God to come unto you. So Paul is basically saying, listen, pray for my journey, because I am on a mission 
to come and give you the gospel and also to tell you what has been instructed of me from God to tell you. Verse 11 says, For I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift to the end ye may be established. Verse number 12 says, That is that I may be comforted together with you by the mutual faith, both of you and me. Verse 13 says, Now I would not have you ignorant, brethren, that oftentimes I purposed to come unto you, but was led someplace else that I might have some fruit among you also, even as among other Gentiles. Verse 14 says, I am indebted both to the Greeks and to the barbarians, both, watch this, to the wise and to the unwise. Verse 15 says, as much as lies within me, I am ready to preach the gospel to you that are at Rome also. Verse 16 says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Verse 17 says, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. Now, verse 18 deals with God's wrath on the unrighteous. So verse 18 says, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold, watch this, the truth in unrighteousness. Verse 19 says, because that which may be known of God is manifest to them, for God has shown it to them. Verse 20 says, for the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Verse 21 says, when they knew God, they glorified him, watch this, not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. So verse 22 says, watch this, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man. Verse 24 says, wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Verse 25 says, and I want you to pay close attention to verse 25 because this is my zoom in verse. It says, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator. So Paul addresses the Romans in verse 25, and he cautions them by telling them point blank, the truth of God was changed 
into a lie. But let's back up to verse 21, where it says that when they knew God, they did not glorify him as God and neither were they thankful. They became vain or wicked in their imaginations, causing their hearts to become wicked and foolish. Verse 22 says, professing themselves to be wise, they became foolish. Verse 23, changing the glory of an incorruptible, honest, trustworthy, indestructible, everlasting God into something that is corruptible, immoral, and dishonest. But watch what happens in verse 24, because in verse 24, it says God gave them up to uncleanness through the lusts of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. So when that happens, watch this, God turns them over to their own lust, their own dishonesty, and their own mistrust for taking the truth of God and turning it into a lie. In other words, God is saying, here is the truth. The truth is me. I am truth. I am just. I am good, loving, honest, pure. These are my characteristics and my attributes. But if you are going to believe otherwise that any other part of me goes against who I've already told you I am, if you are going to choose to believe that, then believe that. Believe what you want to believe, but know that it doesn't change who I am. Listen, I am going to let that sink in and let you think about that while I take a short break. And when I come back, I will pick up where I left off on last week and we will continue our topic of discussion on To Tell the Truth. So stay tuned, beauties, and I will be right back after this brief announcement. Hey, what's up, family? Listen, if you have not heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it is absolutely free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so that it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast platforms. And guess what? You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hello, beauties, and welcome back to the show. So before the break, I talked about God turning the people over to their own lusts and their own beliefs simply because the truth of God was turned into a lie and they believed it. And just to recap and pick up where I left off on last week, I gave you something to ponder, think about, and pray about 
a cliffhanger, so to speak. And that was the scripture out of the book of St. Matthew, chapter 10, verse 16, that says this, Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And I also referenced the scripture from Genesis chapter three, when Adam and Eve were tempted in the garden. And I mentioned that the Bible tells us the serpent was more crafty than any other beast in the field, which the Lord God had made, meaning that he was above all of the other beasts. And I reminded you that while the enemy was still an angel of light, while he was Lucifer, he said that he would exalt his throne above the Most High. And in the book of Isaiah, chapter 14, verse 14, the enemy said that he would be like the Most High, meaning that he would be similar to God, compare himself to God, and he would resemble God. So in this verse of scripture, the enemy is saying that he will be like God. But in the book of St. Matthew, God is telling us to be like the serpent. Hmm. Okay. Or the writer of St. Matthew has Jesus telling us to be like the serpent. And I even ask you this question, why would Jesus say you should be wise like the serpent or more like the serpent when the serpent, watch this, wanted to be more like God? That's what he said. I will be like the most high. So if the serpent wants to be like the most high, then why would the most high want us to be like the serpent? God wouldn't tell us that. Now, I know it's in the Bible and it's the word of God, but listen, what you have to understand and keep in mind is that there are about 40 writers responsible for writing the Bible and the Bible has been translated into about 724 languages. And in addition to that, the New Testament alone has been approximately translated into 1,617 more languages. And Constantine, known as Constantine the Great, who was a Roman emperor from 306 AD to 337 AD, he is the one who made Christianity the main religion of Rome which became the most powerful city in the world. And Constantine's Bible consisted of the four Gospels of the New Testament, which includes the book of Matthew, where this verse of scripture was taken from. And it's also consisted of the book of Acts and also the letters of Paul, excluding the book of Hebrews, but it also includes First and Second John, the book of Jude, and also Peter. 
So Constantine was a converted Christian, but he lived most of his life as a pagan. And because of that, scholars say and even believe that when Constantine wrote his version of the Bible, he actually, watch this, mixed the intellectuals of paganism and Christianity. So I just wanted to throw that in there because I believe that there is some truth to that simply because as you read the Bible, there are some things that really just don't make sense. And there are some things which are contradictive, inconsistent, and even unsettling. So I want to say that if you get an unsettling feeling in your spirit, don't dismiss that. Just pray about it and ask God to reveal his truth, even in scripture. Because remember, we've already been told in the book of Genesis that the serpent was crafty, meaning that he's clever, cunning, and conniving. Now, if we know these are the attributes and characteristics of the serpent, here's another question for you. If Jesus is telling us to be like the serpent, why would he tell us to be wise and not consider all of the other attributes and characteristics of the serpent? Be wise like the serpent, but don't be like the serpent in any other way. Don't be crafty or cunning or deceitful or conniving. Don't be a liar like him, but be wise like him. I mean, it really doesn't make sense. So I believe that the writer has masked this particular verse of scripture out of the book of St. Matthew chapter 10 verse 16 is something that has been masked as truth because God would not tell us to be more like the serpent when even the serpent wanted to be more like God. And, you know, we quote this scripture, we pray this scripture without even realizing that if the serpent wanted to be like the Most High, then why would the Most High tell us to be like the serpent? Again, God would not tell us that. But do you know who would tell us to be like the serpent? The serpent, okay? God wouldn't tell us to be like the serpent, and he would not tell us to be as wise as the serpent when even the serpent wanted to be like God. And you may say, well, God or Jesus didn't come out and say, be deceitful like the serpent or crafty or cunning. He said to be wise like a serpent. But here's why God would not have said that either. In the book of Jude, chapter 1, verses 24 and 25, this is where we find the doxology of the faith. What do I mean by that? This is a declaration, a hymn, and a praise to God, which gives reverence to God to let us know who God is. Out of the book of Jude, chapter 1, verse 24, it says, Now unto him, him being God, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless 
before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. Verse 25 says to the only wise God. If I was in a church service right now, I would say, turn to your neighbor and say only to the only wise God, our savior be glory, majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Amen. And listen, beauties, the last time I checked only means only exclusively and solely meaning God and God alone is the only one who is wise. There is none like him beside him and no one compares to him. There is none like him, especially the serpent. Isaiah chapter 45 verse 5 says, God is the Lord and the Lord alone. There is none else. There is no God beside him. Verse six says, from the rising of the sun, there is none beside him. I am the Lord and there is none else. So God is telling us out of the book of Isaiah chapter 45, verse five, that there is none else. He is the only God. And he repeats himself in the very next verse. In verse six, when he says, from the rising of the sun, there is none beside him. I am the Lord and there is none else. And verse seven says, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace. I, the Lord, do all these things. Is there a God beside me? And then he answers, I don't know any. Why? Because there is no other God like him before him, and there will be no other God after him. Who is like the Lord, our God, the great I am, God eternal, immortal, invisible, immutable, the only wise God, our Savior, to him and him alone be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever, period. Amen. Listen, that is a wrap. Jesus said in John chapter eight, verse 32, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And listen, my beauties, the truth is God is the only one who is wise. And because he is the only one who is wise, listen, if he was going to tell us to be wise like anyone, he wouldn't tell us to be wise like the serpent. He would tell us to be wise like him because he is the only one who is wise and to him alone be glory, majesty, dominion and power. And that is the real truth. And when you know the real truth, listen, it will set you free and it will make you free. That means you will clearly be able to see, perceive, understand, resolve, And watch this, allow the real truth to hear truth and speak truth. And that is the real truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Before I end the show today, I just want to leave you with this picture quote that I saw. And that's this. The truth is still the truth, even if no one believes it. 
and a lie is still a lie even if everyone believes it. Listen, beauties, that is my time. Remember, if you seek truth, you will find the real, authentic, infallible truth of God. And when you know the real truth, no serpent or demon from hell can change it into a lie. Because if you seek truth, you will find it. And listen, as always, I just want you to keep living your best life for Christ, which is a blessed life. Keep feasting on the word of God. Be intentional to be a blessing to someone else. Stay positive. Stay healthy, body, soul, and spirit. Always be kind. Keep a beautiful mind. And listen, never ever forget who God called you to be, purposed you to be, and created you to be. And that is a beautiful, dope soul. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Don't forget to subscribe to Beautiful Soul Sunday on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or any other podcast platform. Also, Follow Beautiful Soul Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or visit our website at beautifulsoulsunday.com. Until next time, blessings, grace, and peace be multiplied.